Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to episode two of the Reasons Why podcast. So glad to have you back. Um, in this episode, I kind of wanted to touch back on a lot of the things I talked about in episode one. Um, try to expand on some topics that maybe I didn't dive a little bit deep into. Having listened back to it and gotten some feedback, I would like to you know maybe explore a little bit more uh, on some of the uh, some of the lanes that we went through uh, through my journey and hurdles and setbacks and um, different methods uh, that I attempted that I tried um, that again you know that w- that worked for me to help me lose uh, you know a total of a hundred pounds and then kind of where you know where I've been since so we'll get into a lot of that as we continue on through this episode and obviously as we go down the road in the future episodes I'm sure we'll talk more in depth uh, with others uh, and maybe and also myself and solo other solo episodes uh, so let's get into episode two Okay, so as we get started here in episode two, um, I wanted to reiterate uh, something I said in the first episode, which is one of the main reasons why I'm doing this podcast is not only to try to reach out and help others, but also want to educate myself as well. You know, it's currently February 2020. Obviously, several months have gone past since I recorded this first episode, and a lot of reasons that put on the backslider, and we'll talk about that in this episode and in future ones as well, um, but... I don't, even even almost being four years into this, I still feel that I'm very novice uh, with nutrition, workouts, supplements. I mean, I take them, I do it, and all that, but when it comes to explaining a lot of things or understanding the reasoning behind a lot of the stuff, I still don't feel I have a proper knowledge of it to share that, which is why a lot of times when people ask me, would ask me to train them, I'd go, no, because I don't really know necessarily exactly what I'm talking about in a sense but when it comes to making things a priority when it comes to sticking to something whether it be my workouts my nutrition my supplements what have you that is what I can speak to and that is what I know um, that I've become good at something that I wasn't before not really sure what you know turn the light switch on as I you know got into this journey almost four years ago but that's something that I can that I can speak to for sure. But as we get into future episodes, I'm going to bring on people uh, that'll be able to shed some light on some things because obviously, you know, when it comes to the fitness world, when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to just creating a healthy lifestyle, it is extremely overwhelming. It's extremely overwhelming for me even now. But there's different avenues that we can all get to the same goal, which for most people is going to just be living a healthy, happy lifestyle. And we will have people on that will help. And obviously, I will speak to what worked for me uh, as we get into this episode, too, to try to better uh, explain a little bit more of my journey, uh, a little bit more in depth. So I'll kind of go back into the beginning, uh, which was March 2016, when my friend Scott, who I alluded to in the first episode, uh, agreed to work out with me. We went, to the, we uh, joined the gym he was at, and we started going to the gym. Uh, obviously, the goal for me was to go every single day and become this immediate, you know, change a hundred, you know, one eighty into this, you know, killer workout, you know, nut. Um, but it didn't work out like that. Um, said at the time, I was in the end turn um, of a bad relationship that I was in, where it would plague my mind. And keep me out of the gym. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people can can understand that. You know, problems at home. You know, so I might only go three, 
two, four times a week and not have the dedication level that I wanted for myself or that Scott was expecting out of me given how much I wanted to make the change. But um, as we continued to grind, I would still at least go every week. And uh, obviously as that relationship ended and I got back on my own, like I said, the, you know, and as I alluded to that, the gym was definitely the one thing that stayed constant for me and that was one of the catalysts that kept my you know spirit up and also keeping my confidence going in the right direction as I started to build me a better physically which then over time turned and helped me mentally and emotionally now before when it came to nutrition I always talked about how the I would just kind of <coughs> eat whatever I want the diet was the last thing that I did because I felt like it was going to be the hardest part of this whole journey, which it is, and sometimes it's not. I mean, the gym, going to the gym is easy. You just don't have to be lazy. You know, taking supplements is easy. You just you take them. It takes all four seconds. But nutrition is definitely the hardest, and it was for me because I just ate whatever I wanted. And, you know, cheesesteaks, pizza, burgers, I mean, you name it, I ate it. I didn't even know what the word salad was going into it. But so I quickly saw strength gains because – you know, I wasn't really worried about my intake. It was kind of eating almost like I've seen some of the power lifters and stuff eating where they, you know, they're much bigger guys. We can do a lot of strength. So I was seeing a lot of increases in that pretty quickly, which was cool. But I wasn't seeing what was going to make me happy, which was the body that I always wanted. So uh, I would start to count macronutrients. Uh, for those that don't know what that means, macronutrients are proteins, fats, and carbs. So I would strategically measure and weigh out so many of each that I would eat each day to result in a goal, which for me was to try to lose body fat. Um, but in the initial start of it, I was following what was called if it fits your macros. What if it fits your macros means you can essentially eat whatever you want as long as it goes within the numbers that you have set for yourself. So being on the road, for my job, I would be eating Taco Bell every day, but I would get, you know, I'd get hard shell tacos over soft shell because I knew there were less carbs and I could have more and it would all fit my numbers in the end. But obviously, as you can imagine, in my opinion, the body is going to burn, digest, utilize better whole foods or whole foods better than they will you know, junk like fast food, junk food, sweets. And all things like that. So as we go go a little bit further, so I mentioned that I had uh, I had an infection in my leg from sliding in softball, which took me out um, for two months out of the gym while I recovered from that, along with the mono that attacked me right afterwards. And then when I got back in the gym, I mentioned that I didn't. Uh, I didn't even focus on nutrition at all. I just wanted to get back into it, focus on some strength gains, see where I could really push my body. But then at the end of that program, I noticed my my abdomen, which had been kind of almost, you know, love handles were gone, had gone back into an hourglass figure. And although I was super stoked about the strength gains, in the end, I was, you know, deeply upset with how I had let my body get to. So at that point, and this is when I was at that December 2017 mark from last episode, I said, you know what, I'm going to start, I'm going to cut all this stuff out 
and I'm going to focus on eating right, eating well, and really dial in and try to get that body that I always wanted. So I still stuck with the counting macros, weighing and measuring and everything like that, but I transferred all of my nutrition from eating whatever would just fit my macros to actually eating better foods. So eating fish and ground beef and chicken and turkey and vegetables and you know things of that nature that are just you know better for the body you know make you feel better they're utilized more efficiently by the body and in turn it paid dividends like I said you know as we go through that summer and I would still have your cheat days you know every usually every Saturday is my cheat day but for the most part Sunday through Sunday through Friday it was pretty much to the T of, of what I was eating. I eliminated fast foods completely. Um, I've eliminated uh, any types of soda for the longest time. Um, now, granted, I predominantly was drinking diet. Obviously, there's some controversy on that, uh, drinking that, but obviously, I wasn't getting the incre- incredible amounts of sugar that you would get, you know, from the normal the normal soda. And just focusing on you know just focusing on making sure I'm eating better foods. So then in May of 2018 I started doing intermittent fasting. Uh intermittent fasting is when basically I would eat within an 8-hour window and I would fast for the other 16 and I kept that consistent every single day um between May and then November. Um I did see it again once again, I know I did it. I know it is geared towards producing fat loss, which was obviously my goal. So I figured, why not give it a try? Um, and it definitely seemed to work. I mean, obviously, I was staying tight on my diet as well. And from May all the way till November, I was still losing considerable amount of body fat and weight. I was averaging about a percent of body fat lost a month uh, as I was continuing you know, through the summer. So, and then my goal in the end of that was I wanted to be single digit body fat by the summer of 2019. And not for any other particular reason other than I just set out a goal that I felt was attainable based on the trend that I had been going on, which was a percent a month. Well, like I said, in February of 2019, I actually beat that goal by three months where I reached 9.3%, um, which was ecstatic. Um, things that followed that, which was great, was not only just having that, looking at myself and having a body that I've always I've always wanted. You know, I was able to do things I've never done before, felt ways I've never felt before. One of the big steps was going to a, a clothing store in the mall, buying a pair of jeans, right off the rack, go in, boom, bam, I'm out in 10 minutes, and I'm done. Back in the day, man, I, I didn't even want to try to buy jeans. If I found a pair of jeans that fit, I would wear them until they were absolutely destroyed because buying jeans was an absolute nightmare because a lot of time, you know, I generally have some pretty big legs, and so in general, let alone how overweight I was, so finding a pair of jeans that fit, and obviously going into a store, when I started all this, I was about a size 46. Uh, I'm now a size 34. I could probably squeeze into a 32 at this point. But obviously a 34 and 32 is much easier to buy in a store. 46 is a little bit different. Or 
you know, the 46 waist would be, you know, would fit right, but they'd still be tight on my legs because, you know, I had, I had large quads or, you know, they would fit, you know, or, you know, I'd have to go up a size just so my legs would breathe. And then, you know, you get the bunching around the waistband. So, you know, that was a big thing for me as I was, you know, transitioning down and, and weight and all that was just, just su such a convenience to be able to go into a store and buy clothes without any fear of not finding anything, everything not fitting. Literally now I know I can go into a store and in 10 minutes have what I need and be done unless I'm just shopping for more things at once. Now I mentioned earlier that it had been a few months since I recorded this podcast uh, or this episode of the podcast and it's because of a lot of different reasons. One was I just purchased my first home in August, which was super exciting. And naturally, as anyone who's bought a home knows, there's some fun surprises you have to handle. And I had a couple of those back to back to back, which, you know, added some stress, added some frustration and things like that to where the podcast kind of you know went to the wayside. Um, and one of those which I wanted to talk about is uh, my refrigerator. So. Obviously, throughout these four years, I've had setbacks. I mean, learned about the illness that I had that took me out for a couple a couple months. You know, some nutrition issues uh, where I just wasn't focusing on, you know, focusing when I did that strength program and things like that. And then there's things like this where when I finally moved into my home and I put an ice tray in the freezer because uh, I like to put ice in my shakes. And I came up the next morning and there was no ice. It was still water. I uh, had a battle for a few weeks with a home warranty company, which was an absolute waste of time before I just went and bought a new fridge. But during that time, I didn't meal prep. So, you know, I couldn't cool my food. And I tried to eat out every day, tried to make good decisions, salads, um, you know, whole foods where I could. Food, you know, It might have been fast food like a Wawa or Chipotle. Um, but I tried to pick, you know, better options and try to not, you know, get too crazy with it. But within that process, I, in about six weeks, put on almost 30 pounds. Uh, a lot of my definition, if not all of my definition in my abdomen was completely gone. Um, I was kind of disgusted with myself a little bit that I kind of let it get that way. And it was more frustrating, I think, because, you know, not to... You beat a dead horse with with a lack of knowledge uh, uh, angle, but you know, I'm assuming I didn't really know what the best things to eat were because obviously I kind of I don't want to say I let myself go, but you know if you look at my July photo versus my October photo, it's it's vastly different. But in those moments are when some people or even myself back in the day would get down, would say, "Ah, the hell with it." We had a good run, you know, let's just, we'll just go back to the way it was, you know, whatever. But I knew in my heart that I couldn't do that anymore. That wasn't me anymore. So once I finally got the fridge back in, the first thing I did was go to the supermarket, buy a bunch of food, start meal prepping, get back into it. And I'd say within a month, a month's time, I was probably, I was right back down in you know around the range of, of what I was before and then you know that kick started back you know back into beast mode 
where for the next four months leading up to now, you know, I'm back down to in the low 200s. So I was 206 as of this morning. And I did a, an Acunic body fit test at my gym. As I shows, I'm just about 11% body fat. So not nine anymore, but 11 is nothing to sneeze at. So, uh, you know, we're going to go through things like that. But you got to be able to have the, you know, one, the support system and also just the mental, the mental strength to, uh, you know, to know that once the dust settles, you know, you're going to, you're going to fight with what you got, do the best you can. And then once the dust settles, you're going to get, you know, right back on the horse and get right back to it. And that's, that's what I did. And, you know, like I said, it took me some time and, you know, I had to work through some things, some, some mental struggles some physical struggles. Uh, but you know, in the end, kind of back where I want to be, uh, and you know, it, it's really paid dividends. Um, now, going into that, you know, I also want to you know let people know, and uh, if if you haven't already figured it out, I am not a finished product by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, a lot of my hurdles now tend to be mental. Still, uh, definitely the hardest uh, muscle for me to build and a lot of those still stem from some of the mental issues I talked about in the first episode you know the acceptance the confidence the insecurities you know things that for the most part I know for a fact are only going on in my head um, you know a perfect example of that is obviously granted having lost a lot of weight um, not really in a incredibly fast time but you know relatively quickly you know, I have some loose skin uh, in the lower abdomen area. Now, for me, this is a huge mental mental blockage. Um, I, you know, I still hope that at some point I can mentally get over it. I've also looked into um, potential skin removal surgeries, which, uh, you know, I'll be getting a consultation for in the, in, in the near future. Um, just to set my, you know, just to set my mind at ease. But there's still a lot of times where I'll be at the beach or you know I'll just be out somewhere you know maybe I have my shirt off or tied out to summertime and I'll bend down to pick something up and I'll know that my skin is kind of sagging around my stomach area now there's a lot of people that I follow on Instagram that have a lot more than me have lost a considerable more amount more weight than me and they don't have a problem with it and you know, it's basically their story. You know, it tells you know it tells a part of their life, and they're accepting of it. And in ways, I envy that. But unfortunately, as much as I did with everything else, I'm comparing myself to them as to why can't I just not care? I don't have as much as them, but why do I have such a problem with it versus them? And that'll drive you crazy too. So. If as the one thing I'm trying to learn with anything doesn't matter what someone else is doing, what someone else is going through, what someone else has, you have to just focus on yourself because me getting this surgery might be the best thing for me mentally. It'll put it away. Uh, you know, one of, one of my close friends, Blair, I was speaking to about this, said to me about it. She's like, you know, you, you've worked so hard. And you've changed 95% of your physical body. And there's 5% that you just can't change. And that's 
know, just the nature of the game. And for me, potentially having surgery would be, you know, fixing that 5% that I can't get to. And that could just be another mental block to just feel good, feel confident. And that's my struggle. Um, You know, I hope anyone out there that, you know, that may have lost weight or anyone that might potentially listen to this, they don't find that um, offensive or they don't take, you know, any issue with that. But that's just, that's just me, me, my, my brain about me. Now, I know having said that, nobody else is thinking of that. You know, there's no one out there, whether it's friends, family, probably strangers, and if they are, who the hell cares? I should say, who the hell cares anyway? But I don't. And there's still a lot of that inside of me that, you know, I'm working hard to get rid of. Um, but it's it's extremely difficult. I mean, you know, again, if, if I sound redundant from, from these two episodes, I apologize. I'm trying to cover all the ground. But... I'm trying to break 30, 31-year-old mental habits in just a couple of years. And in some ways, I've made a lot of great strides. In some ways, I still have a, a long way to go. But that's the beauty about this is one of the hashtags I use on my Instagram is never satisfied. Proud but never satisfied. And basically, it's just that there's always another goal. So, you know, if I get to, okay, I get to 9% body fat. It's like, well, now, okay. Now I want to be as strong as I was before at 280 pounds, but I want to be that strong at 210 pounds. Or, you know, insert whatever. Or I want to do this podcast. You know, I had a lot of anxiety about this podcast. I meant to record it, this episode just a couple of days ago. But for some reason, I just had a mental block. I wasn't feeling it. Couldn't do it. And put the laptop away. And, you know, luckily I had some great support around me that was able to talk me through it and just tell me, listen, you got to do it. You got to put it out there. So go in there, get it done. And here we are. So, again, you know, having that support, whether it be from one person, two people, a group of people, it's always great to have. It's, it's huge. It's been huge for me in several different ways, whether it be motivation, um, nutrition questions, anything of that nature, you know, having a support group's always been a tremendous help for me. And I know for anyone who is starting out or anyone that's been doing this for years, I mean, you're always going to have plateaus. You're going to have little bumps in the road and you might need that person, you know, that outside perspective just to get you, uh, get your back mindset right and get back to it. And also if, if you don't have an immediate support group, maybe you don't have someone, you know, immediately in your home or close by, or, you know, you're doing this on your own. I mean, not everybody is going to have someone that's going to be there for you. And, you know, as, as sad as it sounds, but it's, it's, a, it's a real truth. And uh, that's why, for me, that's something that's big help is the gym army. Now, I mentioned the gym army in the first episode, and that is a Facebook group that is built around the company – and tutelage of Dr. Jim Stepani, who is where, or who is the creator and founder of Jim Supplement Science, which is where I get all my supplements from, usually all the workout programs that I do. And he has a Facebook group that I believe, last time I looked, was at least 75,000 members or more. And it's a great place. I mean, you're going to have people on there that are, you know, 
dicks for lack of a better term but for the most part everyone on there is very helpful uh, you can ask questions look for form checks uh, Jim is always active on the page himself and it's just a great way to you know network with people you'll see a lot of people that are actually in your area or people you'll meet across the country and it's an awesome way to stay accountable and find that support team if you don't have it or if the one that you have really isn't doing it for you you know just another avenue uh, to look and that is a company for workouts and, and everything like that that has worked for me uh, it has been a huge help for me and you know it's got me I, I've, I've always never wanted to be a person that uh, kind of drinks the Kool-Aid and kind of lives by one you know one method of thinking but in this case you know you see you know I'll post a picture on, on the Instagram post for this episode but you, you'll see where I've come from to where I am and essentially it's all under the tutelage of this one man now again that's for me you know I have a lot of friends that do CrossFit I have a lot of friends that do powerlifting I have a lot of friends that just do bodyweight stuff a lot of friends that are runners you know etc so again depending on what your goals are what you want to do you know we'll explore all that uh, and see what works best for you maybe something out there that you don't know uh, or something that might sound good for you you know and we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit too so to avoid going in circles and you know reiterating things that i've said uh maybe once or twice before between these two episodes we'll end here um, but please if you enjoy the podcast uh, please give us a follow on instagram at the reasons why podcast and also in my bio i will have links to uh jim stepani and the gym army if you want to give it a look if see if that might be something that works for you obviously if it is i can talk to you more about that um, if not you know obviously listen for future episodes uh, for other ways to possibly hit your fitness and health goals see you guys thanks